And a very good Friday morning to you. We're coming to you live from Flannery's Hotel. Today we're looking at Renmore Community Matters out and about um, with um, the people of Renmore today. And thank you indeed to Commissioner Mann and all the people who have put a huge amount of work into this with us. Today, though, we're taking a snapshot of Renmore going back many, many years. We've got the likes of Joe McCarthy, Tom Duggan, Margaret Duggan. They're all joining us uh, today and many others uh, throughout the programme today. If you have memories of Renmore and or otherwise, get them into us, please, on the comment line on 086 And we're with you right through to 12 midday. Good morning. And if you're passing by Flannery's, feel free to pop in between now and midday. Good morning to you. Now we're out and about uh, today. We're in Flannery's Hotel and thanks to the crew here for letting us in. We're in the bar on the right-hand side when you come into reception and it's looking splendid today. Uh, we have many guests coming the way today, so we have as well. And uh, I have Joe McCarthy sitting opposite me today. Joseph, morning to you. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. Good to see you. Thanks indeed for joining us uh, today. You would be one of... You'd be one of the longest people that I... Sorry, I know you a long time. 1979, I think I met you. That was when the pantomime started. Yes. Renmore pantomime. Yeah, and it was down in the Jazz Hall. Down the Jesuit Hall, and you were part of the... Uh, Lighting crew. With yes. Der- Dermot McLaughlin. Yes. My God above. Dermot is still very well, I and uh, loves the visit. Well, I'll have to go visit him now that I'm retiring, so I will. But, I mean, th- that's how long... So you came to Galway in 63, and you came to Renmore in 65, was it? Yes. Two years after coming to Galway. I got one of the McInerney houses. In Renmore. In Renmore Park. Yeah. At that time, of course, McInerney was building. He, and he built, for, I say he was building for about seven or eight years. Mm. Like it went on. But we were one of the first places that he started on Renmore Park. And you were with CIE at the time? I worked with CIE. And, <laughs> well, apart from CIE, we had Tops of the Town. Yes. Which was a very big feature uh, at uh, in Galway. Yeah, like for around the seventies. It, it was the um, it was the entertainment of the time because there was very little on the telly. So you could, if you went to the tops of the town, you got good entertainment always. Oh yes, and uh, in CIE, like it started off very interesting actually, because um, w- when we set up the group before player got involved. Yeah. We were doing Tops of the Town in aid of the Merview Church. Wow. And Father O'Connor said, you know, he wanted to know, how would we make money? And I, I suggested Tops of the Town because I had seen it in Waterford and in Wexford. Yeah. And he went around, he got all the shops and everybody to get involved. Mm. And we had a great competition. And then he says to me, what about CIE? So that's how, that's how it all started. That's how it started. God, you're bringing, the memories are already flooding in. You're bringing back the likes of Father Jack O'Connor and or otherwise. Um, it, the, the parish then started to flourish. And was it 1973 then that the school started here? 1973, the Skull Katrina opened. Yeah. And it was the community centre as well as the school. Because we had mass in the uh, assembly hall for two years until the church was built. Wow. And... Uh, and that's the way parishes were built then, though, wasn't it? It was. Well, you see, when the story is that the Bishop of Galway at the time was Bishop Michael Brown, mm. and he got some money when he sold the pro-cathedral in Middle Abbey Street. Yeah. 
and in Mill Street and he came up to make an earning with his wad of money and he says I want a site for a church and a school get away yes and of course he was a bishop and there was no question asked so we got the site and we got the buildings wow God bless him, but he was a cranky man, so he was. And I'm, I was young at the time, but he was awful cranky, so he was. And go back to me then, because you, you, you then, you were involved in Tops of the Town, then the Panto. Uh, you were involved in the uh, GA then as well. You were the Renmore's GA's first secretary. Yes, we founded the Renmore GA Club in 1973. 73, 73 as well. Father Dermody now was the big man. Yes. Behind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we had a meeting actually here in Flannery's, I think. Yeah. And uh, we founded the Renmore GA Club, which of course survived for about 25 years and then merged with Merview as St. James's. Wow. And go back to the Panto days then. So 79 is when you started and it's still going strong and you're still involved. Yes, well, 79, you see, the pantomime started again and it was very much a community effort and we had uh, all our rehearsals were in the school hall mm-hmm. and then we put it on in the uh, Jesuit hall and we were in the Jesuit hall for three years but the Jesuit hall got too small so we had to move to Leisureland that's right and we were in Leisureland until the town hall reopened in 1996 and Leisureland was a big, big, big production for us because of a big hall and full full at night time. Oh, it was huge. Right, right up the banks, yeah. Well, huge. I mean, some of the matinees there, we had 2,000 kids of all sizes and shapes in crawling into the, into the orchestral pits. But you had a unique style about you because you brought the Smurfs in at the time, so you brought all the young people in. Yes, well, there are more Smurfs like, and they have continued... Yeah. And they have been a very important feature. Even this year now, we have 63 Smurfs. Mm. And most of them would have been offspring of Smurfs of the time. Yeah. Mm. Smurfs having Smurfs. Yes, Smurfs oh, having Smurfs. Oh, all that. Uh, and then from there, I mean, I mean, you've created some wonderful people out of it, like the likes of Cathy Belton, Nora Jane Noon, all the people that got involved uh, in the panto that went on to make a career of it. Oh, yes. I mean, we were very fortunate, I suppose. Cathy Belton Lake was, she was our Goldilocks in 1986. And, of course, she's a very well-established now actress on television and movies. Sarah Jane Noon, of course, she was a dancer in our time. And another lady was uh, Claire Barrett. That's right. The wonderful Claire, yeah. Claire Barrett, of course, was uh, Mary Barrett. Her mother was a great driving force in the pantomime for years. Mm. And uh, Claire is actually in the Druid production that's coming to the town hall yeah. in a week's time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We lost Mary far too young in life, so we do. But Claire, Claire is very talented. I saw her in the um, theatre in the university, indeed, during the Arts Festival. And she's some performer. Oh, yes, she's very, very good. She's some performer. Very versatile. And again, I mean, the likes of the Power Twins. I mean, they started out... Now they're the same age as me, so it won't be. Uh, but they started out... And then became uh, directors and producers of the uh, panto. Oh, yes. Well, uh, they came in, I think, second or third year in the pantomime. And uh, they were very good dancers at the time. Probably still Still are. are. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, the, they were they were choreographing, and when I moved on in uh, in ninety three, ninety four, 
they took over the pantomime and they've been directing it since then. Will you stay with me because I want to go um, and bring in two other guests that you know so well as well. Uh, Margaret Duggan sits opposite me today and Tom, I'll go to Margaret first off though. Uh, today, Margaret, morning to you, how are you? Good morning, Keith. You're Go very welcome to Renmore. Thank you. I love the jumper, by the oh, way. Thank did, you. did you knit it yourself? No, I didn't. I'm not that talented. <laughs> Listen, uh, you're, you're, you were um, listening to Joe there, and uh, I was. you were smiling. Yeah. Brought back M- many, memories. many memories. Yeah. Many, many memories. Of course, Joe's much older than I am. But yeah, then, we noticed uh, that, yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know where you both got your jeans, lads, but just to hang on to them, because you both look younger than I do. Um, but, I mean... Again, from a Renmore point of view, the community has been very strong here. Yes, and a wonderful community for to become involved in. Now, I'm a runner-in. I mean, uh, I kind of, I'm from the other side of town, but... Uh, Where did I, um, you come in from? I came across from Father Griffin Road, but I'm here for 52 years. But you're still a townie, though. I'm still Father a Griffin townie. Road would be a townie, yeah. Oh, it would be, but yeah. Renmore was... Uh, my only knowledge of Renmore back then was um, the military barracks yeah uh, and uh, in the early days my parents we, we used to bring us for walks uh, long walks uh, all the way around by um, uh, Lockatalia and down Renmore Road and down the line uh, down uh, up the line yeah and yeah. down Renmore Road oh, gosh we were wonderful walkers then yeah. my mother pushing the go-car <laughs> but they were good days yeah. but then Renmore there were very few houses in Renmore more that time. Was there only Ren- Renmore Road going down the spine then at that That's stage? You'd have no- Nolans and a few like that down there. That's right. Uh, the, the houses along that road. But there was a there was a, a small shop at the end of the road. And I remember it well because these were Sundays, wa- Sunday walks. And um, there was a little hatch that used to open on a That's Sunday right. afternoon. And my parents used to pull up there and uh, we'd get um, lollipops or sweets. Was that Murphy's? No, no. Would you believe? That was Duggan's. Duggan's get away. And there was a lady who used to come to that window and she was, she was we, we'd have great banter and she was always lovely to us. And little did I foresee back in them days that one day she would become my beautiful mother-in-law. So had you, had you got your eye on himself I didn't Since even see him at that time. Never crossed my mind. Yeah. But once I did see him, I knew he was for me. It was love, love at first sight. Love at first sight, yes. Isn't that an amazing story? Because shops-wise then, there would have been um, Duggan's uh, and Murphy's was down on the left-hand Murphy's side. Murphy's was there, yeah, but we but didn't see no Murphy's. But Malo- there was no Malloy's or anything at that stage. I mean, no. no. No, that that came with the... Uh, didn't that come, Joe? Malloy's would have come with McInerney's build, wouldn't it? Malloy's shop and the other shop down on the left-hand side. Yes, yes, yes. Would have come yes, with that, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So would Duggan's then and Murphy's have been the original shop then? Uh, well, certainly, uh, I would imagine they were. Yeah. yeah, they were kind of, they came out of um, the houses, you know, yeah. Duggan's house was there. And then the idea for the shop yeah. uh, came from that because, I mean, there was a, there was need for a shop in that yeah. area. And Renmore's been good to, to the whole lot of you. It has, thank been God. Been good. Yes. Yeah. Family reared and all that in... Fam- in Family reared and very proud of Renmore and Renmore gave my family a lot along the line. Um, it was a great place to rear children. They had great fun. They had the fields. Um, they they cycled into school. That was even uh, in the in the original days. Renmore school was 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 built 
it was being built, I think, in the time when my, yeah. Yeah, when my children were small. So it was all very new. And um, they, were, they were reared within that lovely, uh, warm environment of mm. uh, only up the road from home. Yeah. So it was, it was uh, we were very, very lucky. And I think Renmore was lucky too with the open spaces that they got the from McInerney's and, and then the playing fields that are still there now. Yes, yes, it's after it, all the years. It is unique. Will you stay with me? I want to go to Tom if you don't mind. I'm just uh, going to go to Tom. Tom, did you realise that she was looking at you for so long when she was I, coming I, from front I, I, I had this feeling. Had you? I had this feeling. Yeah. And when we met on stage in the student prints with the Patricia Musical Society. Is that how you met? Mm. Guess That's away. when I really spotted her. Really? And what year was that? 1970. 1970. Mm-hmm. And you're together ever since? We're together ever since. Fair you're, a, you're a lovely couple, so you are the two of you. Well, I don't know. No, don't be looking at her like that. Look, <laughs> look at the wanderlust in his eye there. You know, you're a lovely, lovely couple and you've, you've done so much for the community. Well, I suppose we have added a lot in many respects and much of it down to Joe McCarthy and the pantomime because we were the first boy and girl in goody two-shoes way back in 19... Do you remember that? <laughs> of course I do. Sure, they were great performers. Of course I do. That's the panto coming out. Yeah, of course I do. So they were goody two-shoes, the two of them. Look at them. They're like goody two-shoes still today, so they are, yeah. Well, uh, uh, Tom, Tom was uh, even Jack and the Beanstalk. He was the Jack the following year. Who's the Beanstalk? Don't answer. <laughs> so that's how far back you go then from there. But then come back because now... Well, well that, the, 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 the panto followed on from... My participation with the Merview drama, which you're aware of, for yeah. the production of Walter Mackin's uh, Mungo's Mansion, was it? Mungo's Mansion, yeah. Were you in that, were I you? I was in that, yeah. I, I was Mungo. Wow. I think your brother and your dad Aiden, were my, involved. My dad was doing the lighting. Where would I go yeah. with the, the lighting? Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my dad was doing the lighting and my brother Aidan was in it. Well... He was in it, but was he in it? I don't know. But he was, yeah, he was in it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was underneath the church in Murrayview. And it was well, a very uh, low... Un- underneath. Yeah, in the yeah, basement. In the basement. And, and the ceiling was awful low. Quite, quite low. Quite low. Yeah. So then from there then, go back into the industry then and the shop and what he developed. Yeah, well, I, I have a kind of a boast that I'm the, the longest living actual resident of Renmore in that I was a home birth coming up to 80 years ago in St. Anne's, beside the shop. You're not 80. Uh, almost. Not yet. <laughs> not yet, no. Almost. You don't look at it, you? So I've lived in Renmore all my life, really, and then the only move I did was from St. Anne's there around the corner to Renmore Park wow. when we married in 1972. Wow, wow. So I don't know whether that's something I should claim fame for. Yes. But uh, people like Kevin Shockensy, Porrick Nolan... Yeah. I've gone ahead of me, and they would have been Renmore Road births as well. Yeah. So you would be the longest resident of, of Renmore then? Uh, yeah. Do we have a crown for him? No, by any chance. So we could just get a crown. We'll crown him so we will, yeah. God above this. Thank God no, this I'm is radio, not television. I'm, I'm, <laughs> if that's the crown you could find. I'm not saying I'm the oldest person in Renmore no, no, by no, a long no, shot, no, no, no. but no, I'm actually born. But there's a lot of history to Renmore. I mean, the likes of Maureen Welch who died last year, that's the right likes indeed, of yeah. like the O'Briens and all the yeah. other people that were up and down Renmore Road before Renmore was built. Willie Walsh, Maureen... Well, well these, these people you mentioned, more than my own father, were instigators or, of Renmore Residents Association yeah. way back in the late 1950s. Yeah. And it was they, in fact, who guaranteed that Renmore now has 
in excess of 300 acres of uh, open, space. open spaces. But now, Duggins is a, is, a big, is a big industry now because you've got the pharmacy, you've got the shop. Remember you used to have the video store upstairs? That's right, there was a lot of stuff going on. And against stiff competition, yeah. you managed to... Survive, is the word. Survive, yeah. yeah. But, but the survival... Well, my, my parents came there in 1940. Wow. Uh, and uh, Prior to the uh, Second World War. Prior to everything that like yeah. you were saying about Renmore Road, there weren't half a dozen houses in yeah. all of Renmore at the time. Yeah. And we were very closely connected to Renmore Barracks because they were our nearest families. Yes. They were the people we linked up with and spent a lot of time in the barracks. And I suppose a lot of people wouldn't know, but at that stage, families lived in the barracks. Oh, there were, there were the they married, quarters, married quarters. Probably were there. 15 to 20 families may yeah. have lived in there. Yeah. You know. Because I remember some of them coming to Murphy School. That's right. They'd come yeah. over before... Yeah. Before Renmore, Renmore schools, yeah, that yeah. they did walk over, yeah. yeah. But we had the biggest back garden in the town because it went from the back of the house right down to Loch Talia. Right down to <laughs> the Brothers of Territory's yeah. wall. So uh, it was a free for all down there, and the only interference we had were the cows and the cow paths. Yeah. So effectively, from the back of your house, you'd have taken up Park McCormick's house all the way down to the, all the way down, all the way down to the road. I joke when I say we, it was our back garden, but that's but it was technically what it was, it was in technically, effect. Yeah. And the family then, your your own families, you're, they're all involved now. Uh, the family are still involved. They're yeah. going into the next generation. Yeah. And maybe the one, two, three, maybe nearly into four generations now. Wow. Which is extraordinary. Wow. And I met your grandson a few times as well. He's, yeah. a, great, he's a great character. Yeah, yeah. A mighty character altogether. So uh, then Renmore at that time, like, uh, we'd walk out the front and we had a free run down across the fields to Ballylohan, which yeah. you couldn't do now. And was Calvary there when you were... You Calvary know? came in 1954. Feb actually, February 1954 it opened with the little company of Mary, the Blue That's Sisters. Right. Blue Sisters, yeah. And they did bring... A lovely feel to Renmore. There was something about them. Yeah. Uh, they brought something to the ethos of Renmore, I suppose. Yeah. And they, they were lovely people, and it's now the Bon Secours, and look, uh, at, and look at it going. And, then on Renmore Road, we had we were a farming community, or they were a That's farming right, community. Yeah. We had three. We had the Shocknesses, yeah. the McGraths, yeah. and the Porrick Nolan, and the, the late Porrick, yeah. legendary yeah. Porrick Nolan. A gentleman. So we were well introduced to cows and we had hay fields and corn fields and we had one great annual event when the thrashing machine would come yeah. to Shockensies. Did you ever milk a cow? I tried once. And failed. Down in Anadown where, <laughs> where my dad was from. And my mother was only from Ross Hill out the road. So wow, she, really? She well, didn't well, move too far. What was her maiden name? She was Leech. I, I wish I could talk to you for a lot longer, but yeah, we, we have to, unfortunately, um, move on. But it's lovely to see you, and lovely to see the two of you happy. And Joe, lovely to see you as well, and uh, to you and to Maureen and, and the family as well. well. Like, what you've done is tremendous, sorry. Well, we have to say that Joe has been the mainstay of so much in Renmore, and has given so much to Renmore and to people. Yeah. Like thousands of people who have come through the pantomime. And Joe knows yeah. we appreciate it so, so much. Absolutely. He's, 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 some, he's something else. He is something else, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom, is, Tom is overdoing it now. <laughs> it's okay. He's not. He's telling the truth. So he is. I mean, to be honest, I mean, you actually, you gave Park McCormick his first acting career in the pantomime. 
And then he went on to the Learn from there. Do you remember giving him a... <laughs> oh, yes, I do, yes. Yeah. I had him on his knees. You did? Because he was one of the seven dwarfs. He was. He wasn't a dwarf for too long. So you gave him his first break in a panto and then he went on to the panto in Dáil Éireann in Dublin and stayed there for a couple of years as well. And um, Margaret, can I bring you back in there? Have you, you have a little song for us, haven't you, today? A little song. You don't have a song for us. No, I'm Have you a little sorry. ditty for me or anything? Not a thing. Not a thing. No, you, you, never, you never engaged me to sing. Um, I didn't contract you. I, I, you no, know, you didn't contract me. I would have yeah. had to. So I must give that. I mean, the, the contractual obligation was to be handled by the Mayo fellow behind me here, but they're you not talk used to him. You talk yeah, to him. But they're not used to contracts in Mayo, you see. So maybe that's where he dropped it. Listen, thank you both for joining us today. And if you fancy going down the back and singing a song, we won't say anything to you. Guys, thanks for joining us. Joe McCarthy, Tom, and Margaret Duggan, thank you. And thank you, the three of you, for just being yourselves. Quick commercial break. We're back after these. The Community Matters series is brought to you by Galway Bay FM and is funded by Commission Mignon. Now, a very good morning to you. Welcome into today's uh, programme. Jimmy Newell joins me and Terry O'Regan and their blow-ins to Renmore. Well, so they tell me their blow-ins. Uh, Jimmy, morning to you. Where did you blow in from? <laughs> well, uh, good morning, Keith. Uh, well, I came from Kilcahill, Clare Galway. It's, well, it's in the parish of Curndulla. Yeah. In, uh, came to Galway to work in the hospital there in the laboratory in 1971. Uh, actually, I came the very day there was the big fire in Galway. McDonald's and, Co- and the Corpus McDonald's like that. Get away. It was the only. <laughs> it was actually the only show in town. You nearly had to get tickets to go up town to watch it. But, God uh, above, you're bringing back memories. Oh yeah, I had, and it was it was so big, really. It, it, it was huge. The, I suppose the Galway Fire crowd had, had just a low capacity to deal with it. They had to get uh, crews in from all over. Yeah. It, it had all the ingredients, if you excuse the pun, for a good fire because it had timber, paint, everything. felt roofs. Yeah. You know, it had everything like that. I remember, I want to come back to the terrain more, but I remember we were up the Carib indeed on a boat and you could see the plumes, the smoke oh, yeah. coming yeah, up the, in the Carib. See, there was so you were in the you were in the um, you were in the laboratory yeah. and when did you move then to uh, Renmore to live well, here? I, I, I it was nineteen eighty one. I came into Renmore. Yeah, and um, start, know, it was it starting to come together. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. You know, it had everything. It had the shops, school, church, you name it. Yeah, it had everything. And I live in Lisbeck Lawn there, and while well, I never intended to stay there very long, it was so nice. It's been a lifetime there. there. Yeah, you yeah. don't feel the years gone by really. Yeah, and again, when we look at um, success, um, I mean, talk to me about the family then as well, because Nessa uh, was, was Nessa your daughter. Yeah. She, she was on the last toy show. That yeah, she was, to, yeah. And were Nessa, they involved in the panto then as well? Oh, yeah, Nessa used to sing in the panto for the Smurfs. Okay. You know, she was yeah, for yeah. A year on year, like but like she was, she was tiny really, and uh, in her own way, you wouldn't pick her out hardly from the Smurfs <laughs> singing with them. But uh, for years, yeah, and uh, she did um, was on the last in twenty in nineteen ninety eight. That was the last Thai show. The Actually, it was the year it. before the girls left for home for for the music industry. Wow! And uh, she sang in the Millennium two thousand as well. And, you know, she got oh. little bits. She's her own little celeb, celeb in her own way. She teaches in Bushy Park there. Yeah. But, but again, we go, go back to when, when you say left for music, tell us that story because that's a unique story for its time. Yeah, well, well uh, at that time, I just have to think now that it was around 1999. Well, Kira spotted something, uh, Louis Walsh looking for talent in the paper. 
uh, maybe the Sunday Star or something like that, and she asked, could she she go to see it and uh, and compete? So I took her to Dublin into the pod, and uh, for, oh my God, there was lines of people lining the pod, or they were all day there. But in the evening, when I came back for, <laughs> she seemed to be in on the system. Get yeah, away, yeah. And that's and John where Reynolds was the co-manager there, so yeah. they were very good to them, John. Yeah. And um, then when Kira got into that group, there was Cathy. Uh, they came after Cathy for singing as well, and she joined the group as well. And there's been many for there's been up to eight years going around the world uh, singing in that. Did yeah. they make money? They did. They well, they 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 were they weren't successful as such, but they they made enough. When Cathy came back, she went to Trinity to do psychology. She was able to pay for herself and live in, 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 in Bosbridge. She didn't sl- just slap it out like Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kira then went on to uh, stay in the industry. She worked within the industry, worked for Virgin and Universal um, publishers and things, and now she works at BMG. Good yeah. company, good Yeah, good she's company. a senior director of Artistic and Resource, and she's oh, made yeah. a good living for herself in that. We yeah. could have some talent here. We might have to send her yeah. away. Just oh, yeah. well, he, he pretends he can sing in this. Well, uh, her, uh, my understanding of her career now is that uh, she she works, invests money in songwriters to produce good songs and nurtures them, and then she plays Cupid. She matches that song to to an artist to to, to get a hit. Good That's on her. Good on my her. understanding of her her role. Yeah. Well, if Dad doesn't understand her role, yeah. nobody else yeah. will yeah. from there. Yeah. And go back then. You said Nessa, Nessa is now teaching in in Bushy Park. Park. Yeah. And do the students she's teaching uh, know what she has gone through and what she's uh, done? I'd say they do because uh, she does a lot of music with them and, uh, the, you know, she's, she loves her music. And she's she's an accomplished gold. person in her own right yeah. playing music. She loves yeah. her music. Stay with me. Terry um, joins me as well. Now, Terry, you're from West Cork, Clannacilty, yeah. is it? Yes, Neil, yeah. Yeah, what brought you to Galway? Um, I'm, I'm, here, I'm here since um, 1986, I was teaching, in, I got a job teaching in St. Gerald's College in Toome, so um, I've been living here since, basically. So you were living in Renmore and gone up and down to Toome every day? Yeah, I started living in Toome and then I moved in. I was playing football here and um, I moved into Galway into Renmore and I've been here ever since, you know. And you got heavily involved in the sports side of things here, didn't you? Yeah, I suppose, you know, apart from the teaching, I was really a sports fanatic, I suppose, and I've been... Um, I've been very involved in sport here since, yeah. Um, obviously, with my links through soccer, I kind of got involved in um, Renmore AFC here. And um, what was originally Renmore GA club there, um, we were subsequently amalgamated with Merview to become St. James's. Mm. Yeah. And again, um, you you managed um, James's, didn't you? I did, yeah. I'd, I think from practically every team, I'd say from from sixes right up to senior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I suppose, over 28 or 30 years involved. And did you play yeah. with uh, Colby United in the late 80s? Yeah, in the late 80s and, and to mid-90s, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me so, some of the names that you played with there. Would, would Chick DC have been there at the time? Yeah, Chick, Chick was just was coming to the Peter, end of his Peter career. Peter Carpenter? Yeah, Pete, Peter and um, Derek Rogers, Jimmy Nolan, Stephen Lally, Noel Mariner, yeah. Tommy Lally was Tommy? Um, Tommy was, yeah, he was he was manager, um, player manager first and then manager with us, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was just very lucky, really, that... Uh, 
I kind of came across what was probably a golden age of Galway United. We were we were very lucky, really. Um, do you know, uh, there were great times. There were great times. There were great. There were fantastic group, and so you know, I was lucky. We ended up winning an FAI Cup um, in '91, and um, in '93, then we won the First Division League and First Division Shield as well. So, yeah. you know, I, I felt very lucky and privileged, really. You know, so. I suppose I've kind of got involved in sport then to try and give something back. Um, you know, when you move to a community, I, I, I suppose I was from a small town in West Cork, really, and um, I think, you know, coming coming to to a city, really, I, I found Renmore, you know, what was it, it, it was it was hard first to kind of break into a community. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the same as a small town or a country club, like you know. So, and I think to be honest, that that was probably our biggest challenge as a as a group and as a as a club um was not so much i mean we were hugely successful as in in latter times but uh but for the early years and that really i, th I think our greatest legacy actually was was trying to establish the brand of St James's um, yeah but the work had to be done there then as well Could yeah there was a lot of work done on, on you know by, by fantastic people in, in, involved in the club like you know um we did an awful lot of work on, on skills and, and very basic kind of step-by-step -step stuff early on, you know, and it, it was a kind of a 20, 25-year project, really. Like, but we have, you know, I think we have eventually now. arrived now, very you know, much, and yeah. I think that's the biggest legacy for, 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 for us to give, like, you know. Yeah. I mean, now you, if you walk down Shop Street or go to a game in Pierce Stadium, you, you see now young youngsters wearing... St. James's tops, they're proud yeah. to wear it, they want to wear it. You know, that's a kind of a respect that you have to earn over over many years. So, I, I, you yeah. know... I, well, well done, though. Well done, and congratulations on it. And your, 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 did your wife work in the hospital as well? She did, she did, yeah. Oh. She did, yeah. And she was nursing in, in, in UCHG yeah, all her life, Ivania. Oh, yeah. um, Jimmy, just coming back to yourself there, um, is it true that you have a couple of bars of um, one of the Belfire number one hits? Don't look at me so... No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I never saw a fella to go white as quick in all my life. <laughs> No, so, so do you, they you, have quite you, a lot of songs, but you don't you don't have one now off the no, top of the repertoire. No, no, ah, come to, on! <laughs> but I, I'd have but to. Would you be going up I'd and down the lab in the in the hospital? Would you not be singing I'd, their songs and bopping it around? Yeah, but it, it wouldn't be in show now, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll tell you one thing, we should do a study on you because the blood just dripped out of your body set it all together. Listen, well done to both of you and thanks for joining yeah. us uh, today. And keep up. Are you retired yet, Jimmy? Yeah, I'm retired since 2012. Terry, are you retired yet? I am, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're yeah. enjoying life now at this stage. Don't yeah. tell me now you're going golf this afternoon yeah. or something. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How can I can read these around more people so I can? Guys, thanks indeed for joining us. Uh, not at all. We're with you right soon at 12 midday. If you want to get through to us, comment lines are all open today as well. Uh, what I'm going to do is take a short commercial break here and we're back indeed yeah. with another man that you all know very well and we'll talk to him shortly. The Community Matters series is brought to you by Galway Bay FM and is funded by Commission Mignon. Now, very good morning to you. Welcome in to today's programme. I want to go to Porrick McCormick, indeed, who sits opposite me, a former TD, former mayor. And um, Porrick, morning to you. Good to see you, and thanks, Steve, for popping into us this morning. Renmore really has flourished, hasn't it? Oh, it has, of course, Keith. It has, of course, Keith, because um, the housing estates in Renmore were built in the 60s. 
and the economy here was improving at that time and a lot of people came back from England and bought houses and bought houses in Renmore and that was the start of Renmore really. And when, when, did, you, did, when did you move into uh, Renmore? 1972. Wow, yeah. so early on in the uh, process. Yeah. Yeah. When did you go? Yeah, when I got to know you first, you were an auctioneer in Athenry Mart that's with right. Noel Tracy. Tracy. Yeah, correct. That's how that, far back I know you. That's that's a good bit back now, Keith. That's would that be the early seventies? Or or that be early seventies? Early seventies. Mid sixties, actually. So I was born in '62, and I'd have gone with my uncle to the mart. That's when I met you first. So yeah. you started out in auctioneering and all of that, and then yeah. the whole thing developed for you. That's right. We came in here then, and well, Renmore is made up of people from every county in Ireland, practically, because they, the bought houses, and some of them work with McInerney's on the building of the houses, plumbers, carpenters. Block layers, anything you like, everybody. But McIn- uh, McIn- it's a great community, Renmore. Oh, it's, it's a mighty community, so it is. Yeah. But I mean, McInerney's had, had a, have still and had, they had a very high standard of, of building. Oh, yeah. But Renmore has everything. They have every facility going, church, schools, uh, shops, post office, everything you name it. Um, to have it in Renmore. But at once we're very lucky to have such a community. Open space in the middle of the yeah. area. Yeah. I mean there was four there was there was Duggan's, there was Malloy's, there was Murphy's and another there was four shops um at that at one stage in Renmore, so there was. There was. Yeah. There was. Um, and there's we're we're down to one shop now really, one supermarket. Yeah, that'd be Duggan's. Uh, but a post office and yeah. as well and and chemists. Uh, yeah, and again, the Duggan family involved yeah, in that. So. Yeah. And we have a hospital in the parish. Yeah. yeah. It was it was yeah. Calvary, then it became Galvia, and now it's yeah. the Bon Secours. And yeah. talk to me then, I mean, from a political point of view, Renmore was very good to you when you went for the Renmore city council. Renmore was very good to me, and uh, uh, a lot of people like myself now retired in Renmore, and I was trying to give back something to the community because in my case, Renmore was very good to me. As a matter of fact, in the 70s, or between the 70s and the 80s, there was three TDs in Renmore. Well, oh, there was, there was. There was yourself, there was Michael Leahy, and was it Mr. Smith? Well, there was, there was um, Maura Gagan Quinn. Maura Gagan Quinn, yeah. And Michael <coughs> D. And Mike, oh, that's right, sorry, TDs, yeah. yeah. There was three of you, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah it just shows the power, though, of Renmore. Yeah, yeah. What, what Renmore had, and from there, then you um, you became mayor of the city. So you did what? Yeah, ninety two, ninety three. I was mayor. Yeah. Wow. And then you were in Dolier, and well, you had huge passion. So when you when you got stuck into a project, you really had f- massive passion. Well, thank you. Uh, I had really, I suppose, admit that. Uh, was it, it was. Uh, in the middle of my mayoral term, in February, February '93, actually, uh, the, the, we had a crisis when uh, the hardware in digital closed and mo- they moved to air. Yeah. And um, I was thrown into the middle of that as mayor to try and take a lead and try and establish days, other bu- yeah. business in Galway. As a matter of fact, we. I called a meeting of the city council immediately that morning when the news broke to support me in whatever we wanted to do 
Joe Gavin was very helpful to me. We went in, into his office then and we rang Rory Quinn, the Minister for uh, Enterprise and Employment, to see could he influence anything. And fair juice to him, he rang back at, in the middle of the day saying that we would travel to Boston Scientific, Boston, yeah. uh, to speak to the directors of digital at the time, yeah. Because we, it was very bad here. I couldn't get any communication with them. Any time I rang yeah. to try and find out what was going on, I was referred to a PR person in Dublin. Yeah. But, I mean, the passion you had. I remember you being involved in flooding. I remember you being involved in... I mean, you, you had... You you gave politics your all, and you you, you worked for Galway West. Ah, well, that's true, but it's politics is a tough um, Do you miss profession. it? I do, ah, yeah, it's a tough profession. It's well, tough do you miss, do you miss it now, though? It's, it's tough on the family, and my spouse, um, I have to compliment her, she was my backbone, really, in politics and, and she everything else. She definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. And still is, by the way. She's well, still, yeah, she thank still you. Keeps, yeah. keeps an eye out for you. Yeah. And, um, and ironically enough, the last time I bumped into you, I bumped into you in Clifton, you were in Ballykeneely, and you mentioned Joe Gavin there. I saw Joe Gavin a few weeks ago, and he was out for a few nights in Clifton, and I was talking to him. It's, it's really, yeah. he, Joe Gavin did so much for the Renmore area oh, when he was yeah. city manager. He yeah, really did. He, he was very approachable and very, he was acting city manager at that time. Seamus Keaton That's right. had been, uh, Seamus Keaton travelled. Uh, Rory Quinn, right, r- r- Minister, rang back that day to say that we would travel on the government jet to Boston and try and uh, talk to those people. And did you? We did do that. Seamus Keaton, myself, Rory Quinn, and um, McGowan, he was IDA, yeah, he yeah, was the yeah. head of IDA. End, not end of McGowan, I know the man here yeah. in question. And uh, we arrived in Boston to three or th- two or three feet of snow. And we met the digital, but we knew after coming out from that meeting that the digital hardware was gone with the loss of 900 jobs and in, 800 jobs in, in Galway. I know some people say it was the beginning of a new Galway as well. It was tough at the times, but a lot of families. But digital looked after indeed the staff in question. Oh. Come back to me though. So you went in the government jet? Yeah, the first time that's, and the only time ever. That's the headline, John Morley, for today. McCormick flies in government jet <laughs> to save digital. Yeah, and uh, when we came back the next morning, uh, I drove to Galway to meet the digital workers to kind of break the news gently to them that our mission failed. Yeah. But uh, after that, we set up uh, an enterprise Task board course. and they did attract great new industries to go with. Come back to Renmore though, Renmore's been good to you. You still live here? Oh yeah, in three Renmore Park, yeah. You shouldn't be giving out your address like that. Be, you shouldn't be giving out your address like that. They'll be giving you, they'll be sending cards to you so they will. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but I mean, it's, it's been good to you and yeah. it's been good to you. Yeah, it is. Renmore was good to me, yeah, no doubt all about that. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of comments coming in here. I'm going to deal with those in a few minutes' time. Uh, big hello to Mick Kavner from Renmore, who's 93 this month. He's a regular sea swimmer. Do you know Mick Kavner, do you? Terry. Do you know Mick Kavner? He's a, oh, he's yes. a regular, yeah. yeah. Uh, Terry O'Regan, um, the second best creation to come from Clannacilty since pudding. Oh, we can't <laughs> go there. Yeah. Listen, give our regards to the family as well. And as mayor, you, you worked hard for the city, but I hope you're enjoying retirement now. Oh, I am. Are you still golfing? 
Ah, no, I'm not not golfing now, no. I had slight trouble with my shoulder, so I'm no a shoulder, a bad shoulder on golf is no no mix. <laughs> Listen, give me a But I am involved in the Renmore community now and I wish to give back something to the community was so good to me. Well, it's a great community and you can see it here today. Parag, thanks for joining us uh, today on the programme and regards to all and I hope that the, the shoulder gets uh, thank, better thank, better. Thank quickly. you, Keaton. Good thank, luck. Good luck on your half retirement. <laughs> good luck. Thank you for that. If you want to get in contact with you can do so today, quite simply 086 38 553. That's 086 38 or 091 77 Let's head towards the ten o'clock news.